You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Sometimes the quotes are better than the music, right? Yes. Yeah, that quote or from that infamous promo <laughs> lives down as in wrestling infamy as one of the greatest promos, quotes, sayings, whatever, however you want to call it like of all time. Super bleach. Oh my hair, god! Right? Yeah, yeah. Six hundred six hundred dollar alligator shoes, three thousand dollar suits. <laughs> he's living the dream, and he's still living the dream now when he's costing his daughter matches on Monday Night Raw. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, well, welcome he was back. He living the gimmick yesterday, boy, that's for sure. Relacey Evans, who's like, not bad. She no. is more, She's. I think she's gotten more sexier, like, on her Instagram and stuff in the past couple She has, weeks. and it's weird because she didn't, see, like, at first she didn't see that because no. you see her daughter a lot. Yeah. And now you barely see her. Yeah. <laughs> Oop. Because uh, she, she, I think she homeschools her daughter and her, her daughter comes with her. Mm -hmm. Now that they're, I guess, based out of Orlando, they can probably, like, settle in because I, I think she had like a nice like airstream trailer or something really nice and she would just take it mm -hmm. on the road with her i like Lacey evans i do too i yeah. do too well welcome back to sons of flip radio your number one podcast about the art and sport of professional wrestling my name is thomas lisi always drawing the most handsome man in the room alex drayton uh, alex what's I love going that on moniker but i don't feel handsome today I, i'm getting my hair cut on saturday so i can't wait five days and a cut days yeah. four four days a, a cut and a shave there you go a rinse and a gargle. <laughs> Your hair's not that long. Christine cuts my hair. My hair's not that long? No, it's oh not. Oh, my God. Well, I'm losing my hair. You're not. Yeah, they have, I'm, like, they I'm have going four hands. The they have keeps. They have stuff for you. I'm not going to keep. You know, I'm just going to keep it short. I mean, I Christine started her own uh, salon out of the garage during COVID, so she just cuts my hair, shaves it. She um, just put a bowl on your head. No, nah, she doesn't use the bowl. She just takes the razor. Salad she, take, she takes it and like, it's funny because like every time she does it, like she thinks she doesn't know how to do it. She's like, what setting is this? I'm like, you do my hair every time. Just shave it. And she's like, I think I took too much off the top. I'm Eventually, like, there isn't gonna, that much left. You're going to so go for I mean, the Uncle Fester look. Yeah. Uh, I can't. I don't know if I can go bald, bald, but I mean, you know, it is what it is. I'd rather lose my hair slowly than, you know, quickly. So it's slow mm -hmm. right now. Well, at least you don't have a LeBron situation. Oh, the Stephen receding hairline, hairline, right? Is that what it is? Yeah. I have it a little bit, but like not as bad as those guys do. Yeah, it looks like a Pangea on top of your head. Yeah. Like continents are coming together. <laughs> well, it's funny because I wear a hat every day at work, and so do you. So it's like, you know, even if we were going. Uh, oh, what? Don't tell me that myth. What? We, oh, yeah. yeah my, uh, my mother told me that myth. Yeah, that. it's false. Well, Tom, you know, you, you lose, you're losing your hair. going bald regardless. Yeah, see, my, my grandfather went bald. Well, my father went uh, bald. Like, I think around this time and I'm 30, I'll be 35. He had like an afro, then he started losing his hair. My grandfather didn't have a lot Your of hair. I had a fro. He did. Get the hell out of here. In the 70s, yeah. I just seen him the other day. Oh, my, my father God. had a fro, yeah. Dude, that's great. Yeah, when he first started as a police On the officer. Force? Yeah, man. He was picking, and, and he had picking a stash. it out while writing you a ticket too. And he had a stash. He had too. like a Tom Selleck porn stash? Nah, uh, it, it was a pretty thick mustache. I remember he cut it when I was like wow. 12 or 13. He just shaved it off. Now he has like that goatee looking now. The go-to mm. look. Hey, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want a ticket? A ticket to ride? Yeah, a ticket to ride. Nah, but um, I got that from my grandfather. So, I mean... But your hair? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, from my grandfather. Oh, so, my like, grandfather had a nice set of hair. My other grandfather, bald. Yeah. Um, My dad still has hair. He's got salt and pepper hair. Okay. Still full. 
There you go. Never changed. That's good. Yeah. I haven't seen any gray hairs yet on me. I've been just losing it. More oh no, they're gray. there, baby. On my no. on my sides right here, you can see them right here. If the light hits you on that side yeah. of the room, it was funny because my father started going gray way later than losing his hair. So if I'm in that category, then I'll probably start going gray like in my early fifties, like he did. That's not bad. I know it's not That's bad. Nothing. No, he started losing his hair before he went gray. So oh yeah, it was like reversed, which uh. I didn't think that could happen, but. Yeah, what, at that point, what the hell's the point? Exactly. I got nothing else up here. Now you're going to go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Give me the decency of color. Well, right. well, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, welcome back to the barbershop window here on hey, Sunset Radio. Go. It's funny how you can intertwine a lot of different professions around the art and sport profession of wrestling. Yeah. But we just came back. Uh, we just came back from a trip. No. Um, we I just, wish. Don't you wish you were on I, vacation? I wish I was Aubrey on a trip. keeps bugging me, too, like sending me pictures of Aruba. I'm like, I said, woman. You're pregnant. You're pregnant. You want to yeah. go away, and the world is. Ending. You're pregnant. It's COVID, and go ahead, go. You can go catch just, a flight for twenty dollars. Let's just stay at our house, cheap. right? Let's just uh, stay at the house now. But I mean, I would love to go on a trip. I mean, for me, like, I mean, like out of the country, maybe not, but like maybe. I had a lot of fun when I was in Nashville. When I went there, that mm-hmm. was fun. Um, Nashville's fun. Boston's fun. Anywhere I can drive. I mean, Nashville's twelve hours. But I mean, you know, it is what it is. I'm not a driver. The wife is the driver. I love driving. I navigate. I navigate. I'm, I'm pretty it, good. It's funny because it. when we door dash, Christine drives and I deliver, so I'm the gopher. But then when oh, um, I wouldn't. I would for that. I would drive. Yeah, I but, wouldn't want yeah. to deliver to somebody's door. I don't. It's I don't, not bad. The you, people interaction. I can't. Well, no, you just you drop it off. You drop it off and you leave. Oh, even better. Yeah, you just drop it off. You take a picture. Christine takes the picture as I drop the food off because it's on her phone. Normally, I get back in the car and we leave. Oh, okay. So, like, I'm the gopher. I do the deliveries. It's it's really easy. And it's, like, I don't mind the driving. She doesn't mind the driving. I don't like going into Jackson or Lakewood, like, places that, like, are kind of shady or kind of far. Like, I'm, I'm, we're not going to drive 13 miles for $4. That just makes no sense. No. So, we pick our battles, but, like, we do really well. <laughs> we already drive that many miles to go to work. Yeah, we are. Right. <laughs> to make the same <laughs> amount of money. To make the same amount of money. Every fucking day. And we hate it. Nah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, if, if I wanted to do this for the rest of my life, and I know you're on board, too, I think we can do that, definitely. I think there's plenty of avenues for us to do yeah. so. I mean, uh, you know, podcasting and, and radio has become a lot bigger than I think people would yeah. thought it would be 10 years ago, to be honest. Do you know? I know, I didn't tell you this, but I got a, I got this email from this guy Carlos. I swear to God. Uh, he is from podstatus.com. Okay. And he goes, Sunset Flip Radio is ranking very well in the United States. He goes, "Hello, how's it going? Hope is all is well. I have some cool information that might interest you. Your podcast, Sunset Flip Radio, has good performance in Apple Podcast rankings in the last 30 days." Swear to God. Position number 134 in the category of wrestling in the United States. Now, did you follow that up by actually looking for that? No, I didn't. Okay. He just sent me an email. That All right. That. Okay. I was just going to say, just because it's not like a cut and dry. You it's know, a pretty in, legitimate email. It's from podstatus.com. Okay. Maybe just like a free little thing for us to join. But I mean, hey, you know, a ranking is a ranking. There's a lot of free um, stuff. Um, that you can get on to, yeah. you know, we, I think we can get on, we can get on Spotify. Somehow you're able to get on Pandora, um, things like that. I think those channels are good. The more avenues people have to listen. Yeah. Um, although it's so much easier for people to listen to podcasts now. It is. Um, because of all the apps and mm-hmm. stuff, cause they are all, all cross platform. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, think about it. We, we're an Apple, so we're good for all Apple phones. We're in Google, so we're on for Android phones. 
right. and we're Which in Podbean. The, that's 50-50. That, that's, that's all you need, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then Podbean because we need that to distribute the episode. So, right. so yeah, it's the um, the the mean it's the medium, yeah. It is, yeah. But uh, we came, we had an episode on Friday where we did the uh, f- our SmackDown Live review, and we kind of did like a little state of the WWE currently, and we ended the episode at around nine fifty ish, and we had to come back to you four days later because of how so much stuff has transpired in the past four days, besides the Buffalo Bills winning the. The AFC wildcard oh, game, your which video is really excited. Being excited, I was very excited. Um, I hope they win again this week. See what happens. But um, it turns out that <laughs> you almost blew it. <laughs> I, know, I, know. I don't want to talk about it. You blew it. You, you blew it. <laughs> um, it turns out that a couple right, right. things that we saw in that main event, we saw not just the comedic burial of Sami Zayn right now as a wrestler, more so turning into a gimmick now. I think. Mm. But we saw the rise of Shinsuke Nakamura back yeah. into the spotlight that we thought that he always should have been in. Now, ever I since think, WrestleMania 34, yes, ever since he gave AJ two shots in the balls, he's been kind of like on a declining fall. Granted, he was Intercontinental Champion. Granted, he was a former Tag Team Champion with Cesaro, mm-hmm. um, who's nowhere to be found. Who's nowhere to be found. He's with Ricochet, burying their uh, digging the burial plots right now for, six feet under for each other for each other. <laughs> But it's going to turn into a shovel, man. It, it, <laughs> shovel on shovel. <laughs> buried alive. Yeah, it's not Spoiler bad. alert. We both bury ourselves. <laughs> right. um, no, but a lot of things transpired in that match that not many wrestling fans would really catch. The one thing that I wanted to talk about is how Daniel Bryan is fulfilling his promise of before that he wants to leave, he kind of wants to give these wrestlers who deserve that bump that bump, right? Yeah, because in that spot, I thought... We're sitting. We finished the podcast. You're typing up the um, uh, summary. The summary. Thank yeah. you. And we we see that on TV that Daniel Bryan lost, and we all thought that Daniel Bryan was a shoe in to win this. So essentially, you got um, Nakamura going over, and uh, I I guess a kind of a face turn. Now we'll see what Friday you know, happens on yeah, Friday because he's facing Jey Uso. Right. So. I mean, probably you know, in the main event. Anybody who goes against the top heels and who could be a heel automatically comes out looking like a babyface no matter what. Um, so that I thought that was really interesting. So Daniel Bryan doing the job per se on his way out of the business. You know, eventually, yeah, eventually. Business. It, but I think he's going to be around the business and with WWE and or somebody for a very long time. This is just would be the. The end of his uh, his in ring career, although I do think he'll have like a couple one off matches here and there. And he stuff, does. But. <clears throat> he does have a lot of pull backstage. Like he, for someone who was a B plus player, yeah. Uh, what were twenty twenty one? Um, about six years ago, seven years ago now. Um, to to where he is today, and got getting fired at one point because mm-hmm. he choked out Justin Roberts with live his, on with, air with his necktie. Yeah. <laughs> Um, to where he is now, I'd say that's pretty far. Yeah, he, he's come such a long way and, and garnered so much respect. He from is, everybody. it's great. He is one of those guys where we always talk about. They don't have any scripts for their promos or whatever it is. They have that pull backstage. He's one of them, and he's pretty uh, close with the the bookers and the producers of the matches. So it was his call, in my opinion, to push Nakamura. And what I know. What I read is that Vince wants finally 
right? After this is episode 41 of Sons of the Flip Radio, uh, we always talk about how Vince McMahon never utilizes his talent that he should. Right. And now it takes this long for him to realize, because he did admit it, that he wants to start pushing that talent that kind of stood in the back for a little bit. Your Nakamura's. Maybe like your Cedric Alexander's now. that Maybe that's why he's a tag team champion. Mm-hmm. Your Keith Lee's. Uh, your riddles, like all these guys that well, yeah, aren't ricochet going, ricochet, again. yeah. We mentioned them before, but all these guys are kind of not main event material, but they could be if you just give them the time and the and the spotlight. Think about it. You didn't have Kevin Owens on SmackDown, no. right? You had Shinsuke Nakamura kind of be like born again into this character where you don't know if he's a heel or face. Because at the end, when Daniel Bryan reached out his hand, he kind of got in his face. Yeah, and then Adam Pearce came out, which which we'll get to in a second, but the fact that Nakamura is getting that second chance again is awesome because a lot of wrestling fans realize that he really is an undervalued talent, and he yeah. really is. He really is a good wrestler. Yeah. He's a, stuff in Japan is, like, unparalleled. It's yeah. so good. Former NXT champion, former IC champion, former tag team two-time champion. NXT champion. Yeah, former two-time NXT champion. So, I mean, he had that success coming from Japan to NXT where he was you know build as the next big thing yeah and he had his big debut match against back uh, against it was uh he debuted at a backlash opening match against Dolph Ziggler mm-hmm. and there was so much media based off of that and then he ended up winning the rumble that year yeah and then he and then against AJ and then they for the championship. and then they turned him heel at WrestleMania that you were there yep which kind of never really made sense because he doesn't have the persona to give promos that well, in my opinion, as a heel, because Correct. that barrier is still there. Right. Although his best promo to date, and I think oh, you yeah. say it all, talk the about time, all the time, is like, you know, speak English. No, speak English. English right? Yeah. And then every, even you got a pop from the fans when they said that, too. Yeah. And let me ask you, was there a pop at WrestleMania when you kicked them in the nuts? Yes. There it was? was? It was a, um, it was a collective, like, like an oh shit, like a gasp, a like, gasp, yeah. yeah, a gasp, and a and then a, a cheer. Okay, yeah, because they want because the fans wanted him to turn. Well, yeah, because you had two faces who you know I think at that point they had wrestled a little bit, um, previous maybe a couple tag matches yeah. and and stuff like that. I know they wrestled in Japan, event. I believe. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, before that, maybe. oh yeah. So they had wrestled at some capacity up until that point, and um, you know. When you see two faces, it's got to be really believable for somebody to to win. And then a lot of the times, what happens? You get a heel turn out of it. And yeah. In this case, we got a heel turn out of it, um, and it ended up being really good. Um, I was I was surprised. I didn't see that coming. Although the weeks to follow, um, with the consistent nut shots all the time, it was yeah. a little obsessive. Yeah. Um, so I, I was I was over it at that point. Like a whole month. So that mania was in April. So by backlash or whatever the next pay-per-view was in may they had run its course like yeah i mean constant low blows yeah the constant the constant dqs from that kind of you know ruined that rivalry right and then i think after that where did he go i think aj started a rivalry with samoa joe after that Mm. because that was like SummerSlam. but no but i mean if you if you really look at what they're doing now if you're a real, if you're a true, I'm not gonna say true, but if you're a wrestling fan that's watched for a long time, you'll see that back in the Attitude Era, a big thing that they did was 
bring in executives and bring in these different people to wrestle these matches against superstars, i.e. Vince McMahon, mm-hmm. Shane McMahon, Pat Patterson, even Joe Briscoe. You're bringing in people yes, behind the students. scenes. Yeah. yeah, Sergeant Slaughter. When he, when Sergeant Slaughter had a grudge against DX, the whole... I mean, he really didn't wrestle them, but he got involved. Yeah. Right? You're bringing that back now. You're bringing that back 24 years later, from 1996 to 2021. Mm-hmm. Right? 25 years, whatever it is. Is this a good idea, in your opinion, to bring Adam Pierce? even though I don't think that he's going to be the guy to face Roman? I think it's going to be Kevin Owens. No, it's it's a swerve. It is of a course, swerve. Um, because Ro- um, Roman... Um, Owens wasn't available or, you know, they kind of sold that injury from the week prior. You know, you got thrown off of a stage some so many feet off the ground, you know, I probably like, I would what, be like, hurting 10, too. like 15 feet, maybe the way they filmed it. That looked high. It's probably like 10, 10, yeah. Yeah, 10 feet, 15 max, 10 feet, 15 feet is 15 feet, yeah, 15 10, feet 10, 10 feet onto a crash pad. Yeah. But still, though, it it's you're falling. Yeah. So at least they sold the injury. Now, uh, who? Yeah, I think it's going to be Kevin Owens, and I, I'm okay with that. Oh, so am I. Because their match at TLC and basically all of December, all the matches they had were killer. Yeah, between that the, cage match. Oh yeah, very good. Made me so mad in a good way because Roman, when when a heel makes you that pissed off, you're doing their job. Yeah, if you if you really think if you really see what Roman is doing, like especially in that him, match, yeah. top heel. Using heel tactics, tactics, he, but every, doesn't need to. Heel but he doesn't need to. No, no, he he can clearly do it in the ring, but he's finding a new avenue. Hey, listen, the less bumps you take, the more time he, you have. Exactly, he's using less bumps, less endurance, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, you're hurting your body less. But when uh, Jay Uso tied uh, Owens up with the handcuff on the cage. And then Roman walked out and looked at him while doing so, and yeah. Kevin Owens called him a bitch, bitch. for doing it. <laughs> yeah. You little bitch! Excellent yeah. television, right and like, there. He just, that like, that moment right there sold the whole match. The that best they were is the best, the best is when Roman did like one step at a time. Yeah, like he put two feet on one step, and two feet on one step, do, 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 the and then just went two. down. Yeah, yeah. Yep. that was awesome. Yeah, that was great storytelling. Because, I mean, you you know you want to see this match again. I mean, the fact that they went, they had a great match at TLC, then had a great match on the Christmas episode of SmackDown. You want to see it again? Like this, that's something that I do want to see and again. Goes over the cage anymore. Everybody, no. have you noticed that everybody's yeah. been going through the door or pinning or or pin oh well yeah i mean back in the day golden era steel cage match blue cage you're going over, over the, top the top every time hogan's yep. ripping the t-shirt on the way over the top and he goes back you know what i mean yeah although um, that cage looked so much bigger than it does now what, although blue, i guess the I'm, blue uh, cage yeah i guess yeah. i mean guess i'm just older yeah <laughs> so i mean smaller. i mean when i was a kid I, I had the blue cage for uh for a wrestling ring i was like this is so high for that yeah one? i don't know no for a different one, but I remember watching like the Blue Cage, and I was like, "This thing is so big," I and mean, you know, like I'm, yeah, I'm a little kid, you know. Yeah, what of I mean? course, so, everything looks huge. Yeah, everything looks huge in your hands. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Sexual innuendo joke check. That's one. Um, no, but I think what they're trying to do is to do this swerve where they're trying to keep the fans guessing right now. Because if you look at the heavyweight championship matches on both brands leading up to your second biggest pay per view of the year, which is Royal Rumble. In one corner, you have Drew McIntyre against Oldberg, aka Goldberg, and then and then Curtis, and then uh, and then right now, as of right now, it's Roman Reigns against Adam Pearce, who was a phenomenal wrestler back in the day. He has who sold the shit out of that super kick, in my opinion. He did. He He did, boy. Yeah, but it was a great like fall to like just dead weight. He dropped like dead weight. 
So right now, the storyline... used to be an NWA champion yeah, and a bunch was. of like, yeah. championships and other indie promotions. Yep. So, and he still trains him, Tyson Kidd, all those and, guys. And uh, Drew train. Gulak, they, they do these classes. <laughs> yep. Uh, so right now, it, we're kind of getting the message that, in Roman Reigns' opinion, that everyone there's no one on the roster that that can match up with him, like be the head of the table, all this stuff. So now he's diverting his attention to WWE officials to get the respect from the WWE. And he bitched them for two hours on television. I couldn't hear it because we're recording, but his words and like his demeanor, you can really see it on, on he's basically calling him out. Yeah. And then Paul Heyman inserts him into the match. He pulled some strings, quote unquote. Right. With who? Like, that's what I want to hear the follow up to that. Exactly. Because it's funny because I I think if you really look at it, Paul Heyman's more of a backstage figure than Adam Pierce actually is. So, I mean, it's kind of like maybe the strings. Adam Adam Pierce is the de facto. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the strings that he pulled is like a kayfabe joke to say, hey, I put you in this match because technically I have more authority over you behind the scenes. It could have been. It could have been a kayfabe joke. That and if so, it played off well. Yeah, it mean, did. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see where it goes. I, I thought the ending of the SmackDown while we were doing the episode live. So then who wins the Rumble? Uh, Daniel Bryan. So you give Nakamura just his little bit of shine. Yeah. Uh, where where do they go from there? I mean, he's against Jey Uso. I, I don't know if they follow up you next could. week or whatever. But then so Daniel Bryan either way still goes over. Yeah, I think Daniel Bryan's I think right now Daniel Bryan is gonna win the Royal Rumble and I think that it's gonna be him against Roman the main event WrestleMania. Okay. Yeah. I think that's gonna be it. Um Okay. I have to get I have to get they have to sell me on they have it. to sell the story. I'm not excited about it. Yeah. But I think I can be because I don't think we've seen it. We haven't. So that's so, that's actually very rare mm-hmm. nowadays. Two superstars who haven't at least like crossed paths like that. It's the role reversal for Daniel Bryan from two years ago. Oh right? well, yeah, for, against Kofi, um, where he was the <laughs> champion and he's going in as the as the underdog because basically right. every person that's going against Roman right now is a underdog, right. straight up. So we'll, I mean, we'll see where that goes. But we do have the Royal Rumble coming up, and it's like you know we always talk about our favorite moments from Royal Rumbles and. You know, when I was a kid, the first, the Royal Rumble has a big meaning to me because the first event I ever watched with my father was the 1990 Royal Rumble. Mm. And uh, we talk about greatest Royal Rumble matches of all time. And, you know, uh, one that stands out, in my opinion, just because I watched it the other day, was the infamous 1992 Royal Rumble. Oh, we all watched it. uh, (laughs) (laughs) We watched it the other day after our drunken satchel. After the drunken satchel a couple weeks ago. But. I mean that that whole Royal Rumble '92 was crazy because you had so many different storylines. You had you had uh, Macho Man Randy Savage in the match. You had Ric Flair. You had Sid. You had Hogan, and you had WrestleMania Eight, which is billed as as one of the worst WrestleManias of all time. But the match at the Royal Rumble was definitely one of the best with Ric Flair going over 55 minutes to be the the WWF champion. Yeah, right. And not just that, but just, the infamous promo. Jay thought Tatanka was good. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, uh, Bulldog. Bulldog. Bulldog, yeah. He's not going to win at one. You know what I mean? It's funny because, like, they know the winners, but, like, they don't want to admit it. They just want to root for their guy, which is cool and all. Yeah. But, like, you know, I mean, obviously everyone knows that Ric Flair wins it if you're a true wrestling fan. He gives that infamous promo with the tear in my eye, which mm. I tried to get for the intro of the episode, but the audio was too low. Oh. So instead I got him uh, limousine rotten, but... Uh, I mean, Royal Rumble matches, I mean, just Royal Rumble pay-per-views. I thought the Royal Rumble last year was really good. It was. From 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 start to end. 
Uh, there's been some really dull Royal Rumbles, like matches themselves, like when Shawn Michaels won it when he started at number one, like 1995, I think, or 96. Mm-hmm. There was only 30 seconds in between each wrestler. Mm. Yeah, so like he survived like 35, not 40 minutes. Not two minutes. No, no, not, which is really like sometimes may not be the real two minutes. They'll give you two minutes to start, and then once the competitors start piling in, then they'll give you more frequently yeah. to get the match going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I, I did sit there and try to time it like an asshole, and I was like, oh, nope, they're like a uh, minute 20. Yeah. Up, almost two minutes. 45 seconds. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? No, but uh, no, I, I think a thing that about the Royal Rumble that gets kind of not enough credit is there are some really good matches leading into that match. Like everybody thinks that the 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 best match at every Royal Rumble is only the Royal Rumble, and that's not true. Sometimes no, a lot of you know, and, and the unfortunate thing is sometimes championship matches get buried in there. They do I because think a couple the of years ago there was a triple threat match. As, um, go ahead. Yeah, triple threat match it was was very very good. Um, you know yeah. who was in it? It was well, there was two of them. Was that AJ? AJ it was Cena. No, it was one? it was Cena, Rollins, and Lesnar. Yeah, and then another yeah. one was Lesnar, Strowman, and Kane was in another one. Oh, this is the infamous. Why the hell is Kane in the spot? And, and, and that no was sense. the that was the infamous Brock Lesnar legitimately punching. Uh, no, uh, no, that Bro- was Brock Lesnar. Need no, Braun Strowman, Strowman need Lesnar in the head to the rope. Yep. And then he beat literally beat the ever living shit out. Braun Strowman gave two shots in the temple. Yep. On purpose. And you can tell that he was pissed. Yeah. And then that was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. So that was that infamous match, but a lot of matches don't get enough credit for being as good as they are at Royal Rumbles. Right. I mean, like you said, it's kinda sad that the championship matches do get buried. Maybe that's why I mean, listen, it's called the Royal Rumble. It is a gimmick match of all it gimmick is. matches, and we've yeah. talked about this before that it is probably one of the better and if not the best gimmick match ever and one of the most Absolutely it uh, is pay per views we look forward to. Yeah. For that reason. But low key some of those matches that are in between each Royal Rumble now that we have a women's slap. Oh, They're yeah. Great. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, like you say about gimmick matches, and it's just a coincidence that we have four or five gimmick matches that are pay-per-views. Right. So, we I mean, every like this. same yeah. thing, Money in the Bank. Every main, I think the Money in the Bank is probably the only circumstance where the best match is the Money in the Bank. Well, because of everything that's because, at stake. Yes. Well, although, I mean... I. I I can't agree with so that ma- because of the so Royal many, Rumbles. So many things thing. happen. You get yeah. the finger point you, yeah. <laughs> to the WrestleMania sign. I mean, you know who's going to now go to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And now with the, the co-brand and, well, and the split, well, you'll some, know who's going to face who. Well, like sometimes like if there's a new champion crowned at Royal Rumble and then there's a Royal Rumble winner, then all that stuff starts. But like at the, right. Money right. in the Bank, like say at the men's match is opening the match and say John Cena wins you the know, whole yeah. pay-per-view, you're waiting for John Cena to come out and cash in. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it like, is. Uh, but like, when oh, like for instance, when we went to go to Money in the Bank, yeah, the opening in, match in, in Hartford, was the yeah. women's. Is Bailey? Bailey yeah. won, cashed in later on Charlotte. That you remember evening. how weird that was? Remember when Naomi got her entrance before the pay per view started? Yes. Well, that I, happens a lot. I never and understood obviously that. Obviously, you have to be there to see it. Yeah, but like, I don't understand why Naomi got her entrance. Then they rolled. The, the warning thing for the start of the pay-per-view. Maybe to get the crowd hype in, yeah. some, in some way. Where's she been? She's been hurt. I have no clue. Yeah, I haven't I seen anything. Hurt. 
if, if she's hurt, she's been hurt for a very, very long time. Yeah. Like, a long time. And if she was hurt, just let us know that she's hurt. Or let us know that it's a... Uh, it's an ACL. It's a um, uh, an Achilles or yeah. something. Something that'll take you out for almost a year. When was the last time we seen her? A while ago. Yeah, a while ago. Now let me ask. Probably when she did the, the, they did that horrible karaoke competition on SmackDown. Wow, wow. That was yeah. like middle of COVID. Yeah, like I think May, you're right. June. <laughs> Maybe she's getting punished for it. Yeah. Let me now, now. Let me ask you. I mean, my favorite Royal Rumble of all time is probably '92. The early ones I really enjoy just because that's, you know, I grew up watching that. And some of the, like, mid-2000s, I like, what's your favorite Royal Rumble match? Mm. Or what 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 Royal Rumble moments stick out to you as being, wow, like, I mean, I can list a couple. Like, I remember when, remember, remember the one it was Goldberg, Lesnar, and Undertaker in it all together? Oh, is that 03? No, that was like, that was WrestleMania 34 in Orlando that year. That was when Randy Orton won the Rumble. It was like all these stars that were in it, mm. and Roman eliminated Taker. And then we're like, "Oh shit, here comes Roman Taker!" And then that oh, was, yeah. oh, okay, all right. Yeah. I was confused. That, I thought that, we were talking about that wasn't bad because the buildup had so much with these three legends in it, quote unquote. But nah. mm-hmm. um, I mean, Royal Rumble moments. There's so many good moments. Royal Rumble out. moments. I mean, the most recent one would have to be Edge coming back. For yeah. me, that was like crazy because yeah. I, I was a I was a big Edge head. Yeah, really, Edge head. Yeah, I, did, <laughs> I mean, I just, did like Edge. Um, plus that's still the do. plus that's the birth of I guess you can say Drew Drew McIntyre's legitimate run as a top La- guy. Last year's um, Royal Rumble really put a lot of a you know really made its way up to the top of that mountain for sure of best of all time. Um, From start to finish, and, it was good. Came out of nowhere too because I, I didn't expect it to be good. I mean, the other Rumble that was we're talking about moments uh, AJ Styles appearing out of nowhere. I think at three or four, and yeah. they actually have. He appeared at um, three and did the horrible camera work of him coming out. And they missed it. Yeah. And they missed it because they, f- they filmed the Roman oh, Reigns' like reaction. The Ed, just like Edge's spear on uh, Ziggler yep. last year. Didn't see it. The, was it? And then, you know, That so was the same Rare Rumble that Reigns won, right? 15. Um, Because it was him and Daniel Bryan and, and he got booed out and The Rock couldn't save him. That was in Philly. Yeah. Well, Daniel Bryan never came into the Rumble. That was WrestleMania 3. 30, no, 31, 32. WrestleMania 32. Tri- remember, Triple H ends up winning. That was WrestleMania 32. Yeah. So WrestleMania 31, that was when Roman went to the main event against Lesnar and Rollins cashed in. Yeah, this 2015. Yeah. yeah. So Because they actually, um, going back to AJ Styles, they're doing a... Um, an untold. An untold. I would have watched that. that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know when it's coming out, but I think it's coming out this this month. I remember The Rock was talking about that in an interview, <clears throat> and he didn't appreciate how the fans were booing, and he didn't he didn't understand why. That was the that was the birth of everybody hating Roman Reigns. Because if you looked at the final three people in that match, it was Big Show, <laughs> Kane, and Roman Reigns. Was that the, also the year that Roman got the record? No, no, that was a different year. That was when and then did Braun break it? Yeah, or, yeah Braun so broke it like, in Saudi Arabia, but that oh, really doesn't oh, whatever. count. Yeah, I don't count. Yeah, anything that's not canon. Anything that's ever happened in Saudi Arabia is not canon. They talk about canon, uh, you know, being part of the actual storyline. It's 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 not part it's of. It's sad that when that the Fiend on. won the title for the first time, it was in Saudi Arabia. But right, I mean, you know, and the reason why I say it's not canon is because <clears throat> you look at last night. Apparently. 
the last time that uh, Triple H and uh, Randy Orton were supposed to wrestle was in Saudi Arabia a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, people are bringing that up online. They're like, so we're not going to just talk about this? So I, I thought that was pretty funny. Although, yesterday, I know we're going off on a tangent, but going back to Raw, there was no referee in the ring at the whole time. No. So you knew something was screwed. No, it was basically Welcome to Raw, Drew Got COVID episode. <laughs> Which they finally said something about. They finally said COVID. And yeah. it had to come from Drew McIntyre's mouth. Do you know that they kind of avoided that? Yeah. All like when time? Apollo Crews was hurt. He had COVID. Yeah. Yeah, that was back um, in July. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a couple of the wrestlers, when Ruby Ride and Liv Morgan got their match canceled against Baszler and Nia Jax, it wasn't because they had COVID, because they were possibly exposed. Yeah. And they never brought up why they canceled the match. No. Because so, WWE wasn't testing until... That's why Roman didn't come back yeah. until when he did, because they didn't start testing the yeah, way plus that he, they Plus he now. had the twins and everything. Right, yeah. He had so, other and, things, but... Yeah. Um. So going back to the Royal Rumble, um. you know, we were talking about... You know the Kane and Kane and Big Show. Big Show. I mean, in that match. Honestly, just like if you're not a it, okay, how did you not know? How like, did you not you know? Think? Honestly, like even if you don't watch wrestling, you fucking know that there's no way and when that there the were Big like Show is going to beat Roman Reigns. When they knew there was like I forget who the last. Now I'm like, getting hot. Five or, I know five <laughs> or six guys in that match were, and I could probably Wikipedia it as we go along. Um, but that's why the fans in, in Philly were so hot because they were like, what the hell is going what on? What a horrible choice. And remember, to they tried to town. correct it by the two of them wrestling at Fastlane in February um, for a spot in um, in WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. So he pretty much put up his spot. So they tried to fix it with Daniel Bryan. They had they wrestled. And that's when Roman really went over. So it's like, okay, hey, look, we gave you what you want. He's still going over. And, of course, that made it even worse. Yeah, because everyone wanted Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I mean, it turns out that, you know, for what for what it's worth, I mean, Daniel Bryan ended up getting hurt, and he ended up going away. That was that almost point. as so, bad. That was almost as bad as the mania the year before. Yeah. When everybody wants Daniel Bryan to win WrestleMania 30, and fucking Bautista comes back. And and Bautista wins, yeah. and he literally got no emotion from the crowd, no response. It was just it was just booze. It was just straight booze because everybody knew. I mean, I didn't think of a triple threat. I knew Randy Orton was a champion, but for I liked how they ended up doing it. For Bautista to come in, coming in as a face, turning heel, winning the Royal Rumble match, inserting Daniel Bryan getting over the hump of Triple H in the opening match. Mm-hmm. Very good. Right. But and remember, uh, Dan O'Brien was part of the Wyatt family for that hot he was. couple months yeah, until he was part WrestleMania. Of the Wyatt it yeah. made no sense. He was in that uh, mechanic gray jumpsuit. Yeah. He got brainwashed with the... Uh, <laughs> He's going to go fix your Honda Civic outside real right. quick. Uh, he got brainwashed for like two months, and then somehow that just got all dropped. And then, boom, WrestleMania happened, and he ends up winning. So it, that was a weird period of time, but... Um, but yeah, I mean that that's a good that's a good uh segue into other moments of, you know, the rumble that we liked. Yeah. You know? I mean there's there's been a lot of moments in the rumble and it's always cool to see the the special appearances from the from the from legends, quote unquote. Oh right. We use the, that the term diesels. Very but like they throw in like Diesel, the Hurricane, uh Mr. Perfect came back in a in a Royal Rumble. Yeah, um I remember that, yep. I'm trying. No, I can't think. Gold dust a couple times. Booker T. Um, then you got like random celebrities. Drew Carey. Oh. Um, uh, Pete, Rose Pete Rose was yep. out for one. Yep. Um, 
just random stuff. So, I mean, like, what they do is, like, they try, like, MVP last year. Yeah. And not knowing what he's doing now. Rey Mysterio a couple a years work. ago. A-plus a work. work right now. Edge, even last year. Batista. Um, I mean, when John Cena came out as 30 and won the Rumble of the Garden, that was pretty 2008. cool. Yeah, special right there. Well, so, I mean. Was, yeah, I mean, he wasn't supposed to. It was him and Triple H at the end, right? Yeah. Because he had that injury, and he wasn't supposed to be back for another four or five months. Yep. Yeah. I don't want to say rush back, but su- Super Cena, Super Heels. Super Cena, Super Heels, definitely. <laughs> but that was such a great pop at the Garden. That it was. was. The, I think that was the last pay-per-view at the Garden or or anything at the Garden until we had Raw recently. And SmackDown, there. too. And yeah, Smackdown, that was yeah. when Austin came out. And then it got too pricey it. for them. Yeah, It did, yeah. I mean, I would love to see them go back to the Garden. Just Which, because... go, go figure. You're like, you mean to tell me this is a billion-dollar corporation and they can't do one to two nights a year In there? New York City. Yeah, I, but they always I do the, the holiday show. Hot. They always do the holiday show. December twenty sixth or twenty seventh. They always do a holiday mm-hmm. show. But yeah. whatever, I, I digress. Yeah, <laughs> it just doesn't make that much sense. But I mean, I mean, I just hope that we'll be able to go to a show soon. Mm-hmm. Honestly, because I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm itching. I'm getting that itch for a live wrestling show. And now, listen, I, I'm telling you what the, the longer this goes on, the more money they're going to make back. When oh yeah, every all this. You, you know, there were seats that weren't – every show was pretty much sold out. When we went to Money in the but Bank, everything was sold out, I thought. Everything was sold out, but – SummerSlam know, wasn't, though. No. You would have thought it was because we had all the tickets all the way up Yeah, high, but, but you know, there are a lot of seats around us there, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but everything's going to be sold out, and it's going to be a hot commodity. Absolutely. Um, the prices, unfortunately, are going to go up, and you know it. So I'm like, God, yeah. I got to mortgage – Remortgage my yeah. refinance my house. I gotta refinance my house just to go, just go, to go see to a SmackDown or WrestleMania. Oh my god! Uh, I mean, yeah. When that happens, it's. I mean, not just that. Think about concerts. Think about festivals. Think about uh, shows like you know arena shows at bands. Everything. So it's I mean, festivus for the rest. Of it's us. it's gonna be crazy when it happens, but yeah, yeah. I, I can't wait. I I really can't wait. Like I do wanna. I want to see where the first and good. It's going to have to be a lottery to win this, uh, to get these tickets. But the first WrestleMania back with fans is going to be outrageous, insane, out of control. Everything's going to be insane. And if it's in the Cali- first Royal Rumble, if it's in California, first. like it should be, I'm getting tickets. You're gonna go to California. Get my mom is gonna watch my daughter, and I'm going out. Uh, you can come. My wife can come if she wants. Whatever. I'm going. Well, we're well. We still don't know WrestleMania plans this year. If it's in Tampa, it's gonna be in Tampa. Then, he, then, then he wants people. I'm he not, wants fans. I'll pass on that. To be honest, I'll yeah. pass there. Okay. If if they this is the first one back, and I know I sound like a hypocrite because two seconds ago I just said it. Yeah. I'm not going to Tampa. I'm not going to the the hotbed of COVID to go to Florida for that. No, I'll okay. wait. Right. I'll wait till we're like at full blown regular status everything, everything here. is fine yeah okay everybody's all vaccinated and stuff and we're just like drinking each other's beers <laughs> doing body shots off body there. shots again <laughs> like like nothing even happened right right yeah. going back to the debauchery of 2019 yes <laughs> we had such a good pregame at the uh at our wrestlemania it feels you, like so remember, far away right do you remember we forgot the like the one thing we needed was cups Remember we forgot the cups, <laughs> we forgot the and I cups. bought like cups off someone for like ten bucks. I'm like, dude, here I buy these cups. Oh off. yeah, <laughs> yeah. The guys uh, somewhere in our line row. of view, yeah, yeah. In our row, yeah. yeah. 
I was yeah. like, dude, I'll buy these cups. And the right random now. wrestling matches going around. Yeah. Uh, on, around us. The that coolest part I remember was when we started ravishing Rick Rude. Remember him? The guy with no shirt on. I was like, you, he had the a guy cold. dressed as Velveteen Dream yeah. was pretty good. Yeah. And, pretty and, then good. It, and then it dropped from like 70 to 40. Like, oh, it got night, really it cold. It got really cold. It got really cold. It really, really it took cold. Us for, oh, you had to work at six in the morning yeah. the next day, too. I got home, shot. I got home, home at three. Until two, right? I got home three? at 2.30 and I had to wake up at five for work. And I was like. And, like, that was when we just had Vito. So, like, Vito just shit everywhere oh, in the house. Oh, God. And, like, he was running around like a, like a lunatic. And we still had Buddy. So, like, Buddy was, like, barking at him and, like, just being, like, a mean dog. and like, Basically yelling at him. Basically right. yelling at him. And I was just like, oh, my God. This is going to be horrible. And I was, on, I was like, on, I was on my knees, like, pick, picking up poop off the floor. <laughs> it's so early. And I'm like, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. Christine. Christine, I fell asleep the whole ride home. Thank, yeah, you did. You were out, dude. I was fucking tired. Thank God, you know Aubrey drove. Thank you know, God we didn't take mass transit. Could you? Um, that's you know what Sam and Chad did. Yeah, or when we went with Sam and Chad, that's Oof. what they did. And uh, that was a bad idea. Miss trains didn't get home. Some people didn't get home till six. Yeah, it was out of control. Out of control. Yeah, but it's a moment that I would never want to take back no, because you'll so remember that forever um, i went to a wrestlemania i've yeah. been a fan of wrestling for 31 years and i went to a wrestlemania i was like uh, i went to one last yeah year. i know right. it's fine i went to a takeover though that was pretty cool yeah yeah, yeah and, and, we, and, and, yeah. and we went think about it we went to three pay-per-views together that year yep yeah we went to we went to three pay-per-views we went to um was it two uh we went to well we went to three pay-per-views in our in a, lifetime as friends yeah wrestlemania SummerSlam, and money in the bank yeah but we've been to two Raws. Mm-hmm. The Raw, the last Raw we went to was we had awesome seats. Yeah. Remember the ones that were like basically like dead center? On? Yeah. Yep. Those are awesome seats. It was, the, it was like the comfortable like New Jersey double leather seats. I was yeah. Like, oh, I feel so special we right ha- now. We have to go to a SmackDown now. I would go to a SmackDown because they tape. Uh, it's SmackDown. They tape something else too. 205? 205 Live. Yeah. yeah. So we tape that too. I definitely want to go to that. Yeah. But um, no, I mean the Royal Rumble's coming up in the month. 19 days away and um it's gonna be good it's gonna be good it's gonna be interesting to see how the um i feel like storyline every year but like i really don't know where they're going this year um i last year with brock like it was a little different because like yeah if i had a pencil in the winner right now winners uh yeah because you got to give me something from both sides for the men i'm gonna say daniel bryan and for the woman i'm gonna say bailey Okay. Those are my picks to win it. Mm. I'm going to have to think. Yeah. Cause it, it, uh, uh, dark Horse winner for my, me. For the women, I want Bianca Belair to my win d- it. Actually, now, my Dark Horse winner for the women is Rhea Ripley to win it. Ooh. She's my Dark Horse choice. That's, because a, that's she's, not a bad choice. She's on the verge of coming up. That's not a bad choice. Her and Damian Priest. Damian Priest is supposed to come up and be a callback. But I feel like Rhea's coming, and she's going to come on Raw. I think she's going to be on Raw. And, uh. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> I know. She's going to. She said it with a straight face. To yeah. Like, she, she's going she's gonna to come to Monday Night Raw. And I think that she's going to be a big player in that game because, honestly, when you look at it, besides. SmackDown can use her, though. No, they Although, don't need her, though. They don't need her. You got Bailey, Bianca, Carmella, and Sasha. You don't need her. And Natalia. You don't need her. Natalia, even though Natalia is more of a jobber, she's still a good wrestler. And, I mean, look on Raw. You have Charlotte. Yeah, well, you have Asuka, you have Charlotte, you have Baszler. That's it. Mm. You have Peyton Royce, who's not going to show anytime soon. You have Lacey Evans, who's only going to be 
I don't think she'll be a champion. No. She'll so, be fodder just for Charlotte for a hot minute. Yep. Yeah. So I think Rhea's going to go to Raw. Okay. And if she wins it, then maybe we'll see Asuka and, R- and Rhea Ripley. Maybe we'll see... Triple threat. Maybe part of me thinks that we'll see Rhea Ripley against Flair again. Maybe if Flair becomes champion, we don't know. But my winner, if I had to pick, is Bailey. But my dark horse is Rhea Ripley for the Women's Aurora Rumble. For the men... Daniel Bryan, my dark horse, I don't know yet. My dark horse for the men, not just because he's black, is a Big E. <laughs> Big E, yeah. I um, mean, Big sure. E has a lot. He has a lot of momentum. Yeah. He has a lot going on for him right now. Does he win the Royal Rumble? Maybe. You never know. Maybe they'll pencil him in, but I think what they want to do is they want to establish it just, it just sucks reigns with like, somebody like Daniel Bryan. Yeah, and that's... You know, when you start, when we talk about, like, booking and, and, like, how wrestling can go and how sometimes predictable it is, yeah. it's like, who can beat Roman Reigns if that's the avenue they choose to go? They can put the match together, but it doesn't mean that that person who won the Rumble is going to go over. So, you know, I, I want Big E to win because I want his his. A shine. lot of fans want Big E to win. He deserves it, and he works very hard, and uh, he's always been, like, an A-plus player. Um, but I, I want him to to win. Is it likely? No, because I said it, and yeah, it's definitely not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, all signs point to Daniel Bryan, unless they pull some sort of funky swerve. Remember, six months ago we were talking that Edge was going to win this, mm-hmm. and they would rehash that in Orton. So you know, who knows? Could be anybody. Could be, Could be AJ Styles can win the Royal Rumble. Who knows? And that's not bad either. That's not bad either. It's it's. Anybody can win. I I don't. The only wrestler that I don't want to see win the Royal Rumble is AJ Randy Styles? Orton, mm. but he's not going to. Yeah. Because what if AJ Styles won, and instead of what we thought would be him challenging for Raw, he char- challenged for SmackDown. AJ was, Styles versus Roman Reigns. That's a hot ticket. It is. That's a hot ticket, boy. Yeah. That's a good match. And then that's with AJ. almost there. AJ had to play face. He, he looks to, like he's kind of getting yeah, there. Yeah, I think I think he's he, comedic. He's, he, yeah, he he's 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 riding he's touting that line. It's it's kind of comedic. But I mean, that's um, not a bad way to go. I like that. Yeah, that actually that makes me happy. That gets me going. That makes me want to watch. And then it's like okay, so so if, so if the SmackDown person wins right, and they wrestle against a SmackDown champion, which most likely will be Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, right. That leaves the big question. Who does Drew McIntyre face at WrestleMania? Exactly. Now, sometimes in in recent memory, we've been getting an elimination chamber where that will be decided. Because the elimination chamber. The other brand will be decided. That's a great point because it is the month before. It's a pay-per-view before WrestleMania. Correct. We've seen championships uh, uh, change hands at that pay-per-view, i.e. Bray Wyatt, I believe, off of Cena. Yep. Um, And then he lost to Orton, but no comment. Right. <laughs> we'll we'll, <keep> <laughs> we'll we'll forget about how bad he was booked um, for two months, but go ahead. Yeah, you've seen, uh, you know, going back to Kofi, he won his spot, and that's how his program started with Daniel Bryan, and you know the rest is history there. Um, so you know, big things, and I think they have some really big tag team matches coming out of the Elimination Chamber as they well. Did. You know, uh, Miz and Morrison won last year or the last Chamber, right? So um, you know, so so we'll see. I mean, you know, that's where the other brand gets their shine is the next month. So in then, recent years, that's how they've been doing. Okay, it, so. so if we had to pick six wrestlers to be in a chamber on Raw, we would say Keith Lee. Wow. We would say Randy Orton. We would say Sheamus. We would say AJ Styles if he doesn't win. We would say 
Riddle, maybe. Mm-hmm. Bobby and Lashley. we would say Bobby Lashley. Between Bobby Lashley and Keith Lee. Yes. Yeah. Um, Did you see Bobby Lashley's match against Riddle yesterday? No. You said that. you didn't see. But that was brutal. Like they I'm telling were, you, Bobby Lashley's a real fighting. Bobby Lashley's real deal. Yeah. Like, I don't care what anybody really, says. Yeah. Like Bobby Lashley, like Bobby Lashley's a guy that's like. He may look clunky when you look at him, like before he wrestled, but the dude's like real deal. Sometimes he looks Sometimes very slow. Sometimes he's clunky. Sometimes those guys make him out to be very slow. But like when he throws you, he's legit. Like I don't care what anyone says. Yeah. Bobby Lashley's legit, and he has the everything. He has the look. He has the he has the promo skills where he doesn't need need to talk a lot because he has MVP there. Right. But like he now, he has two. the look. He yeah. has the. I I would I would I would like to see him as champion. Yeah. He would be a like. Do you remember when Sheamus was champion? And, Sheamus uh, 420 when he beat uh, uh, Roman oh, uh, Roman yeah, Reigns in four right, minutes. Four minutes. <laughs> like that was in no- if, was it in November? Yeah, it was, it was weird like around Survivor. If Sheamus can be champion, right at that time where it's like he comes in with the mohawk and his well, beard is Seth braided. Seth yeah, had to drop the belt because he got hurt. Yeah, yeah. Like why not someone like Bobby Lashley? Honestly, um, I see Bobby Lashley as a better champion than Keith Lee. I just don't th- like I said. I don't, unless Keith Lee does a magical heel turn, which may or may not happen, I see Bobby Lashley more as that challenger. Okay. Um, That's fair. I mean, I you can see a new program coming out of Elimination Chamber if it is those two in the final of the Elimination Chamber, um, where one ends up pinning the other, but they just beat each other. So, you know, and then the next day on Raw... You know, more shit goes down between the two of them, and they work themselves into a program. Yeah, I mean, we did That's see this bad. program. We did see this program before. Yeah, like when Bobby Lashley first aligned himself with MVP when he was a fucking powerhouse and didn't yeah. lose to anybody. He did go against McIntyre, and McIntyre kind of got away with a cheap win. So that was back in May or June, Backlash, sometime that time. Yeah, yeah, the greatest. No, was it the greatest wrestling match at Backlash? Maybe sometime around there. It was like yeah. right. At, it was right after WrestleMania. So yeah. between May and June. Yeah, it was right after Somewhere May. there. Yep. So do I think I think Bobby Lashley is what is established wrestler and a champion right now because he's basically dominating the whole mid card division that he he can get that bump up. Because I see should. uh Bobby Lashley trying to spear somebody missing and going through one of the chambers. The go the plus. Oh, I mean, yeah, that spot's gonna happen. Yeah. Otis did it last year. Yeah, he did. Um but that spot would definitely happen. I mean, that would be a killer match to see Bobby Lashley win it and then Lashley McIntyre at at Mania. But then in the back of your mind, you still got to be concerned about the fact that the Miz still has the money in the bank briefcase. And see, that's and I'm glad you went there because one, the briefcase has become a farce. Yeah. So whatever the hell they're doing, I don't know. And two, it's not going to be. It's becoming a the, comedic object rather it, than it really movie. is. It's in the right hands of the person who can make it as such so okay look at you slopping your own i just spilled coffee oh over maybe God. go ahead how dare you <laughs> the brown gold right yeah there. i just spilled coffee um but now with the miz with the briefcase who knows i mean maybe you see something during uh royal rumble when he tries to cash in who knows i mean remember at any point he can turn it into a triple threat match if he really wanted to um similar which to, he did which he he did. He, he did, That's but technically horrible... not because it was uh, Morrison but who cashed the, it in for but if, him. If you look at the Miz, the Miz said, "I'm cashing in," and, he, and Morrison handed him the briefcase. Right. So I. That's just that's just shitty booking. I think they had, they wrote bad, themselves into a corner and they had to by, fix it somehow. Did you ever see the the meme of just Chris Jericho just saying "bad booking by creative"? No, that's funny. Oh. But that's bad booking <laughs> by creative. 
<coughs> excuse me. No, but I mean, well, and like, if you look at the raw that just happened last night, right? Like, like think about it. The, the episode was basically called the Drew got COVID. So we got to fix it. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like, exactly. like, let's just take away what we got from that episode. It's really cool to see that. Um, Drew came out and said, I mean, cause this was breaking news, right? This is breaking news earlier in the day. I, I, I put up on our social media account on uh, yeah. Facebook. Remember, you can always follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and, um, Email us at sunsetflippodcast at gmail.com. Hit yeah. us up with the email. So I haven't gotten an email. My emails and my DMs have been dry, dry. <laughs> since September. Yeah. Dry. Um, no, but it was really cool to see Drew come out and basically say, hey, you know, I did get this and I'm not experiencing any symptoms. But, right, so you know, it's nice to give yeah. us an update about his health because remember, he has a match at Royal Rumble against a legend, a legend in Goldberg. Oh, I hope you're. I am. Oh, uh, thank God! <laughs> oh my God! Thank God! I I, I try I, to I try to sound like uh, Jim Rome. You know Jim Rome. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh my God, yeah. <clears throat> Goldberg, and they're still pushing it. And then, majority of Raw last night was promos. I don't think they knew yeah. what the hell to do last night. Think about it. I mean, your your top guy who was going to be part of the show, who was in a match with Randy with Orton, Randy Orton, right? Which was going to be the main event, got COVID at five o'clock. We find out at four or five o'clock. Which I think. No matter what, the ending was going to be the ending. Yeah. And if you watch the last match, um, I guess you can call it a match. So Randy started bleeding. And I think he mouthed, oh, shit, or oh, oh, fuck, or whatever, because he was bleeding from the head. Obviously, knowing that the pre-taped stuff with him and Alexa Bliss, you know, happened before. You look at his face, and there's no blood or whatever. So automatically, I was like, oh, come on. And then Triple H is gone, and then shitty boom, booking from Reddit. creative, right? <laughs> I mean, they they've done better stuff on the fly before, way better stuff. Remember before. when everyone was stuck in stuck in Saudi Arabia? Yeah, the NXT that was call when up? NXT call. That was phenomenal. That is a a, a, a memorable raw for sure. That, that, to the people who were yeah. there, kudos that, to you. That match between yeah, Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan, ridiculous. Oh. But, well, that helped start that NXT push going into the Survivor Series. I mean, it was just the perfect scenario. Unfortunately, people got stuck. Okay. Yep. Um, but um, perfect solution mm-hmm. for a shitty scenario. That's what I'm really. Trying yeah, to but you know, it was cool to give for him to give an update. And um, and I I I'm glad you said that because I do think it was perfect. I like the little PSA that they did. Yeah. Because I was telling um my wife, I said that's the first time that they've ever like mentioned it. They mm-hmm. they always beat around the bush. They never really would they never say really said it. the word COVID. Correct. So up until and even in the opening um, monologue between Randy and and Triple H, they didn't even say it there. They had to wait no. for Drew to come and say it. No, but what I really liked about, I mean, remember this is the first time that we've seen Hunter, Hunter, Triple H on television since um, in your house. Yeah. He hasn't been on TV that much. No, he's definitely playing the backstage role. Yeah. Good for him because he he realizes, hey, I don't uh, unless boom break glass in case of emergency like yesterday happens. He doesn't need to be. He there. doesn't need to be on TV. And the, and the fact that um, I wonder if he's still looking for his balls in Stephanie's purse <laughs> when Randy Orton said that. That was like damn. That that was like old school kind of promo yeah. given when they were in Evolution together. Yeah. So but I I was saying before we came on air. I didn't realize that's the match I really want to see. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, like I was actually I was hot for that match. That's the wrestling fan. Like, yeah. man, the wrestling fan is I don't want to see Hunter fight. I don't want to see Triple H fight. But then the back of my brain, I'm thinking, do it. 
<laughs> Even though we've seen them go many times together, I know. Right? I still want to see Triple H fight. Right. Randy the song Orton. remains the same. Yeah. So, um, yeah. One last time, especially with this legend killer gimmick, and again, like I was saying before, we started hitting record. Uh, Randy, if, if anybody's noticed, he's got um, he's been wearing his sweat jacket a lot, uh, zip up, and on the the breast pocket, it's got RKO, and on the back, it says Legend Killer, but it also has tally marks on the back of it. Yeah. Um, and I think you know we can we can consider Triple H a legend. I'll go as far as to say that, and I rightfully so. Um, for in ring and definitely out of the ring now, stuff that he's done. Um, to add a tally mark to that that total for Randy because the whole promote um the whole promo was about you know him taking out the legends and of course once you touch Daddy Rick, everybody gets all pissed off. Oh. You know, Triple H got in his face and like in Ric Flair. And I was like, oh, dad, protect dad. Yeah, Ric Flair <laughs> right. is like the Greek god. And then he's cheating, not cheating. That's bad. Then he turns on his right, uh, he right. turns on his daughter yeah. to go with uh, to go with Lacey Evans. And, you know, they banged at a holiday uh, in a hotel. You know, you know, Lacey's going to Space Mountain. Space Mountain. <laughs> She's taking a ride. Yeah. She's taking a ride into Space Mountain. Wow. And like, uh, isn't Kiss isn't Lacey's husband like a barber? He from Maestros. He cuts the hairs. He cuts the wrestler's hair. I think. Oh, I guess I don't know. No, because I follow her on on social media. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I guess I, so. and I know that that he's probably loving it now too. Oh yeah. Oh god damn. But it, it it's good to be the nature boy when you have Charlotte and Lacey feuding over your respect. Oh yeah, Papa and, and and the love for Ric Flair. The love for Ric Flair. Charlotte, you're my father. Lacey is. Hey. Let, let, let me get let me get that right on Space Mountain. Oh yeah, right. she's me, like I'm gonna be your stepmother and set it on social media <laughs> no, too. How funny! All right, how so, crazy of an angle slash attitude error would it be if Ric Flair and Lacey Evans got married on TV? I think maybe they're going that way. Maybe they're dating, or who knows? Maybe they're really know. going that way. Like I, I was reading, like some dirt sheets saying that they want to do more romance angles, and this might be one of them. So who knows? I mean, I I could could I see Charlotte getting involved in an angle like this a month ago? No, like no. I think they either last week wasn't supposed to happen, like with him tripping her, or it really was because the way the promo came off the match and the promo came off uh, yesterday uh, during Raw really made it seem like that was planned. All this was planned. Yeah, because last week we read, oh no, he wasn't supposed to trip her. He was supposed to trip Peyton Royce and whatever, but. You know, uh, their actions told me otherwise yesterday, and they're definitely turning into the skid there, which I like. So oh, yeah. I'm happy about that. And it's actually it was pretty funny the way that they she's like, I'll change at the hotel. And they ran out of the arena and that was it. Um, that 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 got me going. That, no, but I, honestly, that was pretty funny. honestly, if we see if we see some angles with uh, Lacey and Char and Lacey and Ric Flair being a romance angle. Come on. That'd yeah. be awesome. That would be very funny. And the, the way the Rick came out, he was like, yeah, like he had already just gotten some backstage. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's funny. Like, I'm not going to, you know. Well, <laughs> I know that they're looking. The USA is looking for some more stuff like that, man. They're looking for more content to be more edgy, more. And and if your answer to more edgy content is Lacey Evans trying to bang Ric Flair going on Space Mountain, 16-time World Heavyweight Champion, <laughs> like, then let it go. I mean, it, it. I can't call it shitty booking by creative. All right, let your that should be a segment. Fly. Shitty booking by creative. SBBC. Uh, once a once a day, we'll talk about shitty book. Every episode, we'll talk about shitty booking by creative. But 
Uh, let's talk about how Keith Lee is all of a sudden the strongest man in the world and breaking turnbuckles all of a sudden. Yeah, I, unplanned, I guess. The master of the gif, right, or the gif. His facial reaction was kind of funny on that. But that thing, like, exploded. It, like, like it, it flew didn't just, off. like, oh, fell. No, see, it, it and just, like, was like, oh, my God, like, yeah. <laughs> when it happened. And Keith Lee was, like, like shock, but, like, yeah, yeah sort of thing. Like, yeah, see how strong I am. I'm still well, good. I mean, for him, he gets a moment out of it. I'm going to be strong when I bury that six-foot hole for me, too. Right. So, I mean, part of me thinks that Lee and Sheamus are going to be, like, me, uh, do you well, think, they, they do you think, went you, you to think, commercial and came back and we were fighting. Like, what the hell was that? Yeah, like, do you think that it, they make a good duo to the point where you can put them as a tag team? No. They're too volatile, but like a lot of Sheamus's tag teams uh, were that. You know, yeah. so, like, they can just implode in any minute because Sheamus is, although he's got red hair, he's a hothead. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, it, it was very weird to see him team up, although... It wasn't bad. Um, it was different. I, I I didn't mind seeing them tag up. But I mean, uh, anytime you see two two, but the match that they had monstrosity guys, yeah, monstrosity, yeah, hosses, hosses. Um, but the match that they had together afterward was actually pretty good. It wasn't bad. And um, you know, I, I guess that was like a show of respect. He gave him a hug afterward, yep. and, you know, because because Sheamus looked like the look that Sheamus had on his face told more of a story because it really looked like I just got my ass beat. Holy crap. This guy is strong sort mm-hmm. of thing. Like nobody's ever, he's, he's getting, he's getting, Sheamus he's like getting that. my respect. Exactly. And to get it from Sheamus, who we don't know is old is built as this tough guy. Yeah. But remember we were talking good. about Sheamus, him, him being a guy that's done so much in the company. He has that too. doesn't get like I'm going to throw the word underrated. We're not going to talk about underrated. We talked about that in our previous episodes on Apple, Google, and Podbean. Go ahead, you can put Seamus in there. Absolutely, he is definitely underrated as far as not just what he's done for the company, but his overall talent as a wrestler. Mm-hmm. He's won everything. Yeah, think about it. He's won every t- he's won every championship except the universal title. Yeah, but not just that. He's also won a Royal Rumble, King of the Ring, Money in the Bank. He's one of the only few guys that's done everything except yeah. Universal. Yep. So I mean I think that just because he has he does have that mentality to go back and forth he could be a tweener he could be a heel he could be a face he, you know what I mean he can align himself with Cesaro and be a tag team champions he can, he can align know. himself with Keith Lee and be tag team champions I think it also lends itself that they actually know what his character is I think yeah. if you know what somebody's character is you know how to utilize them properly but again he's not like he's not really that big in the promo game but he doesn't really need to be because, like, if you look at Seamus promos, fella, they're all the same, fella. And that's perfectly fine. <laughs> fella. Because I think he gets that respect and is garnered as a as a safe wrestler, as a wrestler that knows what and he's, he's doing. Just, they, he's, he's always been booked as, like, a brawler. Yeah, like, he's he, booked as a brawler. That's it. Uh, an Irish brawler. You yeah. know what I mean? But we'll see where that goes with that. But, I mean, um, it was kind of funny to see. Um, now, now, I love this, how Xavier Woods is kind of all alone. Well, yeah, I guess no Kofi biggie. legit got hurt. Kofi, yeah. yeah, Kofi broke his jaw. Jeez. Um, and I think I remember when that happened, too. So he's all alone, yeah. right? Break out the Kleenex, New Day fans. You know what I mean? He's, as, Tom, as Tom smiles from here to here, in the he's corner. got a Joker smile going Yeah, on. I love it. No, hey, I, I love uh, it, A fiend-ish though. smile. Yes, yeah, and speaking of the fiend, um, you know, that match, well, the fiend didn't make an appearance, but... Right. Alexa did for him. Right. Right. Obviously, you said it was taped. 
like you like you brought up your point before, Randy Orton's bleeding. All of a sudden, there's no blood. Alexa comes out, shoots a fireball. At she his has head. new su- superpowers now. You know, she's one week she has she's able to throw a a swing set in the ring in ten <laughs> minutes, two minutes, with her like ninety pound body. Now she's throwing fireballs like a fucking pyro, All right? At Randy Orton. So like, uh, if something with fire like, uh, doesn't Ryu happen, yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> if something doesn't happen at at Royal Rumble with fire and Randy Orton and the fiend, the fiend's coming. So I mean, something else has to happen. You can't do another Inferno match. You can't That's do another Inferno like... match. No, you're not. But maybe you do another. The way that the fiend is going to come back is very interesting because you got to book him the right way while bringing up the previous storylines and fire and all this shit. And he's a dummy. You're and not going to have this like. And, crispy nugget coming down the road oh, yeah. you know <laughs> you're not kind of like a burnt chicken nugget right. you know what i mean i'm not a nugget i'm not a nugget <laughs> you know what i mean um but all all that i got from well first of all the fact that triple h's sledgehammer was on a fire was kind of crazy too yeah there was a lot of waiting around for stuff to set up if you yeah notice, by looking at triple h's face you can see especially before he got back into the ring with the sledgehammer uh-huh. he was like Selling it with his eyes while waiting for mm-hmm. whoever who needed to do something do it. Now, which was probably pouring gasoline on it, waiting for him to get in the ring. Then the lights would go out for a hot second, and boom, they'll light it up. I think the only thing that I got out of this segment was the fact that Randy Orton could be blind now, which is maybe a, uh, something they'll bring up later, like when Jake the Snake was blind <laughs> oh. by the arrogance uh, leading up to a blindfold match oh, at at God. WrestleMania. If they do a blindfold match, I will not watch wrestling for a week. <laughs> um, and then the Fiend, he's due for a return, but when when that return is going to happen, who knows? Right. right? Will he be changed a little bit? A little. And that's not good if you're Orton because that's not good if you're Orton because you have Alexa Bliss doing the dirty work with the Fiend being there, mm-hmm. and Bliss is on his side, obviously. So we're not going to get a Bliss turn on the Fiend. We're going to get Bliss. She needs to get into a program with somebody. Uh, I think that she's doing fine right now. But I think that right now, the fact that she's carrying the load for the Fiend works pretty well with what they're trying to do. Well, it's a sell. It's a sell, yeah. Yeah. You're selling the fact that the Fiend doesn't have to be there to establish his uh, authority. Right, and you're also selling the fact of the otherworldliness of the Fiend, if that makes sense. Like the supernatural abilities of the fiend you mm-hmm. know i.e undertaker you know controlling lights and thunder and all that other stuff now do you think that they'll do a firefight funhouse with with bray wyatt because technically the F- bray wyatt never got hurt uh that'd be very interesting uh the I fiend would like to burned. see the internet blow up about that one but, yeah um that that po- could possibly that could be an, an sbbc shitty booking by creative it could be, but it wouldn't make any sense. I it think wouldn't. because we all know he's one and the same person. I think there has to be the separation where you have to wait. You can't just then branch them off as two different people, and and there's nothing done to Bray Wyatt. He's just regular. Um, I don't think it works that way. Um, the fans won't buy it. Um, we won't buy well, it. Well, the fan. I mean, right now, like, if you're talking about the, what the fans will buy, the fans are what, like, will well, the fans buy. are kids, but I mean, the fans are kids. But I mean, like, right now, like, what is really, what is really like, the fa- well, the fans can't do anything about it. But like, WWE is just creating like these new, like, storylines to give the fans something to talk about. Obviously, yeah, they're creating these weird loopholes for themselves and, and stuff hence, that they, they, hence they're backing, where we they're started in the beginning of the episode the about Adam Pierce and Shinsuke Nakamura and all these guys getting attention now. But 
you know yeah we'll see but um, yeah I'm, I'm, yeah we'll see i mean i'm um optimistic cautiously optimistic is oh, I'm the optimistic best too. phrase there you go yeah but um no i mean i think that we just gave birth to a new segment every episode sbbc shitty booking by creative and that's what that means so sbbc <laughs> i mean uh, you think of other things yeah i know like yeah that's fair to say yeah shitty booking by creative but uh no we really appreciate you listening to this this last this is kind of this was like a last minute episode because we wanted to kind of uh not throw it out there in social media kind of surprise you the listener with this like breaking news of a new episode so we really appreciate appreciate you listening to this you can find us on apple podcast google podcast and Podbean. like we said before you can always email us at sunsetflippodcast at gmail.com yes this is episode number 41 we don't have a name but you'll find out very soon as always you can uh follow us like us on our pages i'm thomas lisi always drawing the most handsome man in the room alex drayton we what are, are we? What are we thinking for for next week? And, and remember, the rumble is in the thirty first. So it's the last. Uh, I mean, uh, we gotta do. Uh, so we're definitely gonna do some rumble stuff. We can just go rumble this month and, and yeah. keep going there. Rumble the, I would love to do a rumble the month. A live, like a live, live watch party. Oh, like a watch party because yeah. apparently now on uh, Instagram you can do watch parties or something now. Yeah, you could. Although, like I, I told you last week, I don't think we can because legally we can't show the video. So yes. Um. Maybe we can do like what we do with SmackDown and just kind of talk ourselves through it. We could. Um, we can't put any video up because, you know, that would be copyrighted. It would be. Infringement. But uh, yeah. so maybe we'll do something like that. Remember, it's the return of the satchel. Oh, yeah. The satchel is coming back this month. So we're going to have to do it. Uh, who knows? And then you, you want to get a preview of uh, the Rumble as we find out more yeah. the, of the ongoings of the storyline. We'll, we'll have probably three more episodes left in the month. So one of those would be the satchel. Month. Yeah. It is a long month. So uh, as always, you can follow us and check us out what we're doing. And we'll be posting uh, just some funny memes. Some Make funny sure gifts, you like our trivia. page. Like our page, please. And uh, notice that we got to 200 Instagram followers. 215 now. Wow. Wow. Yeah. In, yeah, in we about really, an hour or so. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. So uh, we're doing pretty well in there. But as always, we can always have more. We can more. get some more if we just put some provocative like <laughs> posts up there. Yeah. Like a, just show a leg or an ankle or something. Yeah. Easy a thousand. That would, that would be Easy awesome. a thousand. Easy a thousand. Like. Well, as always, I'm Thomas Lisi. Always joined the most handsome man in the room, Alex Drake. Oh, I'll be handsome next time for next our time, uh, yeah. next podcast for yeah. sure. We're going to do, we're going to do uh, gentlemen's beauty cut, shots. Yeah. We're going to do uh, what, 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 uh, glamour shots. Glamour shots. Glamour shots. All right. Go to go to the Freehold Mall and get yeah. uh, some glamour shots. <laughs> like in uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. We are Sunset Flip Radio. Peace, love, and wrestling. Take care. Later.